self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists back again with some greatness. Hot fire. <laughs> Name the seven greatest rappers of all time. Dylon, 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 Dylon. I spit hot fire. <laughs> I bet mean, you don't know where that came from, do you? <laughs> well, you should. Chappelle Show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to let y'all know about our website, conversationconartist.com. You go to that website. You can find all of our podcasts, including this one after Tuesday. <laughs> well, it's Tuesday when they're hearing this. Anyway, on Tuesday, you can find our new episodes. You can see the links to the stories that we got going on. And you can go to the left and you can hover over the little mail icon and you can leave us some feedback, subscribe to our newsletter, any of those things. And you can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. And we also have the listener letter part of the show, which we have letters this week. So, yay. If you would like for us to answer one of your questions on the air, simply send it in to either the website or you can send it directly to our Gmail account at conversationconartists at gmail.com. So, first letter is hilarious. <laughs> um... So it says, my friends and I started talking about the sort of shit ain't shit people always say, and we got on quite a roll. What do you think are some famous ain't shit phrases? Famous ain't shit phrases. Um, (laughs) See, what had happened was, anytime somebody started off with that, they lying. They lying. Every time. Look, don't come to me with no, hey, what's going on, Mr. On Point? Do you have time to talk about your future? <laughs> Not if you finna talk about some damn wake up now or some kind of pyramid scheme or something <laughs> that you try to convince me is the greatest thing ever and that I should spend money to I try to be a part of. Also, I'm 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 five minutes from your house. I'm five minutes down the road. You still in the bed sleeping shit. You hadn't even got up yet. I'm five minutes away. Five minutes turned into Two hours later, you rolling up in somebody's driveway. Ain't shit people always talk about how they down the road. You're not down the road. Look, I know this ain't on you, but you got to take the heat for it. This call was meant for Mr. On Point. If this is not Mr. On Point, then hang up now. Pause for some seconds. I assume that this is Mr. On Point. So you owe us some money. Answer the phone or call us back and we're going to get at you. <laughs> Um. Oh, I okay. So, what up, Shotty? You cute. You real cute. You got a man. Yeah, I got a man. <laughs> fuck you, there. You wasn't that cute anyway. <laughs> that is some ain't shit shit. The fuck, I was cute two seconds ago, but now because I'm not interested in you, or because I'm taken, all of a sudden I didn't become a platypus. That's not okay. Okay. Well. Hey, excuse me, miss. How, uh, can I... Excuse me. I got a boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> you just dropped a $100 bill out your pocket. You know what I'm saying? I was finna return it, but I'm finna go and splurge now. <laughs> so the end of the spectrum. 
<laughs> Miss, I think everybody want me even if they just <laughs> asking for my attention for one second. That has everything to do with you and nothing to do with the other person. I just want to let you know that. Uh, let's see. I think that's all from the top of the dome that I have. Do you have any more? Yes, oh, I all do. All lives matter. <laughs> Ain't shit people say that. The fuck? Nobody said that other people's lives didn't matter. All ancient people say shit about all lives mattering. The fuck? But what about black people killing black people? Oh, God. <laughs> what about all those black people in Chicago that black people are killing? I can't be a racist. I have a black friend. See? He's right here. <laughs> if you know how many fucking friend, black friends you have, it's a problem. And if you got to point the token out, it's a problem. <laughs> I'm not racist. There's no, you shouldn't have to say that. <laughs> you should just not be racist. Like, if you have to say, I think I said this last, if you have to say, I'm not racist, you probably did some shit <laughs> that you should not have just done. Basically. Don't do that. Don't no, say that. Don't do that. What else? Everything Donald Trump say pretty much. Basically. Um, all of that shit. I'm going to build a wall to keep people out. Uh, we need to monitor these neighborhoods that have Muslim people in them. Um, women need to have some kind of punishment or consequences for abortion. Look, you can go down a list of things that Donald Trump everything say. Everything he's because he ain't shit. He ain't shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess by definition, if a person ain't shit, everything they say ain't shit. Right? He the king. He the king and ain't shit, folks. Anyway. He's their leader. But so hopefully that <laughs> answers that. The other one is. I'm probably going to have a different opinion about this than what people are expecting, but here we go. <laughs> I was out at a lounge with my boyfriend and his friends last Saturday, and on my way back from the bathroom, his friend cornered me and made a serious pass at me. There was no real preliminary. He just kind of approached me, told me I was sexy, and that he wanted to beat. I got something to say about that too, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come back. Um, he was definitely drunk, and I myself was a little tipsy. I pushed him off me, and he backed away saying, chill, chill, it's cool. It wasn't cool, but I didn't say anything to my boyfriend. He was drunk. They all were. I feel like I missed the opportunity to say something to my boyfriend in the moment, and I dread the potential drama. What should I do? And just answer your own question. You there is no best case scenario in this situation, right? One or two things are going to happen. You're going to tell the boyfriend he's going to believe you, be upset, and go approach his friend, and they are going to have a rift in their relationship, which you may or may not feel bad about. He may or may not blame you for down the road. Either way, shit could get ugly. Or he just won't fucking believe you at all because anybody who will walk up to you and talk about he just want to beat, anybody that will fucking say that to you ain't finna cop to no shit that he did. So he's obviously not going to be like, yeah, man, I was flirting with your bitch. I'm sorry. He's not going to do that. Right. So he's going to deny it. And your boyfriend might believe him because all of y'all were drunk and he may feel like, oh, you know, you are, you know, misperceiving the situation or whatever. Either way. Not going to work out in the best of ways. What I would do, I wouldn't say shit, but I also would not hang around that dude again. That's your man. That's your boy. He's not my friend. I just would avoid him and not hang out with him again. Because obviously, he's one of them ain't shit people we was just talking about. Okay. So, you're going to tell your boyfriend that... This dude 
he jumped up on me, got on me, trying to, you know, make a pass at me. He's going to say, no, he didn't. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Or he's going to say, oh, shit, he do that all the time. <laughs> don't worry about him. It's, I don't think the resolve, I don't know, the perfect reaction would be, I can't believe one of my friends would betray my trust by making a pass at my girlfriend. I'm going to strip him from my life after I have a brief interaction with him, letting him know of my disapproval. <laughs> and she wins. He's a great boyfriend. The friend ain't going to be able to be shit to neither one of them. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> that shit, they wouldn't even write that to happen in a movie. No, they would not. <laughs> that's, that's just the idealistic desired utopian. result. Yeah, the utopian like, result. Is what I'm just going to let you know now. That's not going to happen. Hell I don't no. know what will happen, but I can tell you Nothing it's good. not going to be good. Nah. So, I would just you you see how he is and probably shit if he walked up to you I don't care if he was tipsy or whatever if he the kind of person that'll walk up and say that shit he was already that kind of person drunk or not tipsy or not and you probably already saw signs that he wasn't shit anyway so now you know for sure and you just you know have his least amount of contact that you need to have because you didn't say he was your friend he said he was your boyfriend's friend so that's your man that's your <laughs> dude he's not my friend i'm not gonna hang out with y'all i have to explain why i don't like him exactly <laughs> just, just stop going around him sit worst case scenario carry you a little low voltage taser with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying taste the shit yeah, out of him. <laughs> i mean you don't want to get to the level of having to get a saturday night special <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, don't do that <laughs> don't shit. Don't get a Saturday night special. Don't do that shit. But Mm-mm. a low level taser take care <laughs> of the issue. You know what I'm saying? When they when they try to ask when they ask when okay when he comes stumbling in the room and they say what happened to you and he said I got tased in the nuts then <laughs> we can put together a story then but right now <laughs> it's just not gonna help. Now I will add that there is a level of things that can happen. That you should definitely let somebody know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if it starts to get to the level of assault, mm-hmm. harassment, battery, grabbing, infringing on your personal space and your personal bubble, then there is a time. There is a level yeah. into which you need to let people know because it's only going to probably escalate. Yeah. Because like most guys like that, he probably interpreted it as playing hard to get type situation. Motherfucker. You know, so... There is a level, but yeah. in the context that you weren't harmed, he backed off, and the unpredictability of the response and the results that you can get, this was this is probably one you should sit out. Yeah, and just remove yourself from that environment. Choose yep. not to go to that environment. You know, definitely don't drink around this motherfucker. Don't yeah. do that. Just some put in some safeguards. But I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea to. I wouldn't say to, shit. I really wouldn't. I, cause I, I would not see where that would benefit the situation. The whole reason that you make decisions or you're supposed to make decisions in situations is because this is a decision that's going to give you the best resolution. For me, in this situation, that would not give me the best resolution. So I'm not going to do it. Um. So yeah, I wouldn't say shit. I would just avoid that dude like the plague. I must let you know that we are two rational, sensible people. So some of your girlfriends might be like, "Girl, you better tell him, girl. Don't let that <laughs> boy, don't let him come up to you doing nothing like that, girl. You better tell him. If you choose to tell him, just be prepared exactly <laughs> for the consequences of the situation. Basically, 
basically um so that is all we have for questions this week again if you would like for us to answer one of your questions on the air just send them into the website at conversationconartist.com or you can send them directly to our gmail account which of course is conversationconartist at gmail.com and now we are going to get into some unnatural selection and motherfuckers been wilding out (laughs) this week like i don't know what's going on problem is but it's been a crazy week um i guess i will start with the most this pissed me off not because i give a shit about these people's lives but simply because of the double standard that exists um and of course i'm talking about kiri Kyrie. i'll say Kyrie. Kyrie irving and keelani and then nick young um and iggy azalea and D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Yes. So, if you don't know about this, I don't know how you couldn't. These are two separate incidents, but they're connected by some injustice. <laughs> so, Nick Young apparently cheated on his fiance Iggy Azalea, and his is he his teammate? Yeah. His teammate D'Angelo Russell recorded him a conversation he had with him in which Nick Young admitted to cheating on Iggy Azalea. And then Nick gave, I mean, not Nick, D'Angelo gave that shit to Iggy. Uh, so now, you know, everybody's like, oh, I can't believe he did that. That's a man code violation. You don't rat your boy out and da 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 da. I can't believe. So, not Nick Young is a fuckboy for cheating on his fiance, but D'Angelo Russell is a fuckboy for snitching, is essentially <laughs> how that went. Uh, now, I don't think he gave. It to Iggy Azalea. How did she get it? What the the story right now is that his phone got stolen. Oh the fuck! Well, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure. Wait, it if did. he gave it to her, then how how would it got get gotten uploaded to social media? Well, I guess she would have had. She would have done. But it. the story is that his phone got stolen and it got what uploaded. What fucking somehow. odds of his phone getting stolen right after he like? Recorded this conversation. That sound like bullshit to me. I don't know. At the end of the video. He made a reference to letting Nick Young know that he was being recorded. Like, at the end of the video, he said, dang, he said something like, uh, I hope you know this for my Snapchat or I hope you know this for my video or something like that. Like, before it cut off, that's what he said. I just don't. <sighs> Nick Young looked up like, what? Exactly. No fucking clue he was being recorded. So, then. Everybody was upset. People were mad. Dudes, especially, were mad. Like, oh my God, can't believe D'Angelo Russell did that to his boy. That's just a man code violation. Okay, so this happens, I think, after the situation with Kyrie and Kalani. So, story came out that Kalani cheated on Kyrie. There was like a picture or some shit that showed her laid up on some other dude. Party next door. Huh? party next door oh party next door yes mm-hmm. um and so people were calling her a hoe and these hoes ain't loyal and talking all this shit about this girl to the point where i guess she got really depressed and there was a suicide attempt and so in this situation where the woman is the supposed cheater and Kyrie has since come out and said that they were not together during the time that photo was taken and that she did not cheat on him so all of y'all who were in her mention saying all of that fuck shit you were wrong 
But so woman cheats. She's whole. Oh, these hoes ain't loyal. I can't believe she did that. Man cheats. Same situation. Whoever released the the photo is the snitch in that. Situation. Nobody even said shit about that. Now I get that y'all have this little fucking man code or whatever. And maybe D'Angelo Russell, you know, broke that. But you get in somebody's social media and make them feel so badly about some shit they didn't even fucking do for this same shit (laughs) that Nick Young did. And nobody, everybody was on his side like, man, I can't believe your boy did that to you. I can't believe he snitched you out. I can't believe he told your girl. Like, what? So the double standard is bullshit. Like, that makes me so angry. I'm a hoe if I cheat, but you're a victim? Nick Young became a fucking victim, and he is a cheater. He became a victim because D'Angelo Russell snitched him out. So now people feel sorry for him. What the uh, fuck? I get it. But I think the context of those two situations are what painted the picture of the individual. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about Kevani and Carrie ain't they were dating. Nick Young's engaged to <laughs> What I'm saying brown. is if reverse the situations, if Nick Young was supposedly dating Iggy Azalea and her his ex took a picture of his tattoo hand in the bed. Mm-hmm. And the world thought that he was dating Iggy Azalea, he would be the one that was targeted. He would be the one that was being destroyed in the media. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be. I don't. I understand that there's a dynamic when it comes to men and women, but I think that in that situation, the whole world felt like not only did she cheat, but she did him wrong because she cheated. And then she went back to her ex, whoever the ex or whoever took and posted a picture of it, like. That was it's a little bit more depth onto that situation. Is it a little bit more depth? I when think you it cheat is a little bit more depth. On your fiance, you didn't ask me to marry you. And you out here and then you talking about it. Like <laughs> you have no shame about this shit. You let yourself get fucking recorded talking about this shit. For me, I would much I would be a lot more upset at my fiance who I'm planning a wedding with right the fuck now and buying dresses and shit that you out here cheated on me than a dude that I was just dating. Now would it hurt? Absolutely. My fiance doing that shit would be a little bit worse to me. That's a little bit more of a deeper relationship to me. Now I get again, I get because D'Angelo Russell is supposed to be his friend or whatever and I guess man code cuz see it's different for women. You better fuck if you know we would tell. We would we would I don't know. Would we I don't know. I don't know. This is the thing is man code gets so much rap of being man code, but I mean it's a it's a context it's a contextual situation. It's case by case. How close are you to that person? You know what I'm saying? Was what was what D'Angelo Russell did malicious or not? Don't know. What was valuable from that situation? Finding out that he cheated with Iggy Azalea? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just saying it's two different contexts. And we and we making this argument based on knowing that they weren't dating public opinion didn't have that information at the time 
even if they were, I just still <laughs> nobody has said, and it happens all the time. Like nobody has said shit about Nick Young cheating at all. Like the whole conversation about that situation okay. has been again. D'Angelo Russell is the 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 villain in that situation, not Nick Young for what he did at all. D'Angelo Russell is the villain. He became the villain instead of Nick Young. Nobody's even talking about the fact that he cheated on her. It's just like, how dare you snitch him out? That's the story. This is always going to be a date, debate. It's like, which one is worse, the snitch or the drug dealer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Clearly the snitch now told on the drug dealer, but the drug dealer ain't got no damn business selling drugs to the kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This I mean, is, I, folks... There have been so many like think pieces that like folks have really been going in on D'Angelo Russell like bad. <laughs> that man's mentions have been in shambles <laughs> since this happened. Oh my god, it's just I don't know, I, and I think it's unfortunate that Kilani obviously she already had some issues going on because the average person most celebrities at some point got people who hate them for something that they did the fact that she made an attempt to take her life says that she already was not in a good place and that shit just didn't help that's the sad part of both both of these situations to me and then it was for nothing because she didn't even fucking cheat on him and that's the problem with getting involved in these celebrity relationships like that your relationship why are you so concerned why? Why does it matter so much to you if she did cheat on Kyrie? Do you know him? Probably not. The, all of the people who were in her mentions and calling her names and saying all of that bullshit to her don't know her or him. Why do you feel so personal about this? Like, it's your relationship. I don't know. We people, man. Because the same can be said about how deeply she took it to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know none of them. They don't know the situation. Yeah. But it still... It still hits us somewhere. But I, feel I know like she and her being personally attacking you as a like I don't I don't even give a shit when my friends break up with folks. Like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm gonna be there for you if you said I'm not gonna take that shit personal. Like like it was my relationship. I've never understood. Like I know that I do the pop culture slash celebrity portion of this show. And most of the time, what I take from these situations is some kind of, like, this double standard that I saw here. Like, I take some kind of basic concept from it. But the situations themselves, I could give a fuck about. Like, I don't ever get that upset. Like, if I heard tomorrow that Jay-Z fathered, you know, three kids on Beyonce for a fact and they got these little niggas lined up, I am not going to. There are people, the whole beehive would fucking lose their minds there are people who would be upset but i would just be like damn jay like really i don't care because it's not my life i don't know these people and it ain't gonna have an impact on the music they make or if you watch Kyrie play fucking basketball or if this is kalina kalani a singer Mm -hmm. if she sings and like i don't give a shit about their personal lives and and not to the point it's interesting to watch. I'm not going to get that invested where I feel personal like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that, you whore. Like, what? What do you care? Black. Now, if somebody was personally attacking me, I, a whole lot of people were personally attacking me. Even though I don't know them, I mean, that might get to me. I can see that a little bit more than sitting on the sidelines of somebody else's damn relationship being like, you bitch, don't you dare cheat on Kyrie. How dare you? Like, I guess, like, I don't get it. If everybody, if everybody in this apartment complex comes up to me and 
angrily yells at me that my favorite color is red. <laughs> <laughs> and I know my favorite color is blue. You red lover. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even though I know it's not true, I would probably get offended at the people approaching me the way that they were doing. Yeah. Even though what they were spreading was something that I know was not true. Yeah. I mean, so I can see that. And then she got a career to consider. Like, how is this going to influence my career? Yeah. People thinking like this. She I might not even recover. Be, I can see her being upset about it. What I'm saying is I don't understand why the fans came after her in the first place. Like, why are you disinvested in their relationship that when you hear she may be cheated on him, your first inclination is to get in her mentions and call her a whore and a slut and a bitch and you just going off like you know these people. I understand why she got upset. I don't understand why the fans got upset the at the situation. The same reason why I love New York got fans and Flavor Flav got people that love him. Oh I mean, my God. it's just some people that they follow these people, man. Get a life. Is is I guess. <laughs> Please don't be so wrapped up in these and then celebrities. We, we like, forget about the trolls. Yeah, you know, we forgot about true. people that just do it for fun. It's probably more of them now than people that yeah, actually care. You, right. Uh oh, we got some black Twitter ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make these memes, dank memes. <laughs> and they I'll just, just do be it. Waiting. <laughs> I just, I don't know that. I hopefully Kaylani will recover and she'll. Again, I feel like for that to have gotten to her, because again, most celebrities go through this at some point. Like they do something that's displeasing to the public, and they get drugged through Twitter. That all of them make a suicide attempt. So that tells me that she has some other stuff going on. So hopefully, you know, she'll I need to add to that. I need to add to that whole situation. So it's a person, a celebrity that I've tried to stay very neutral about, given all of the stuff that's been going on about him. And he came out and made some comments about this situation. That oh, as a mental health therapist, I cannot approve of and I have to say something about. Fucking so Chris Brown. Motherfucking shit. Christopher Brown. And it's one thing he said. He said a whole bunch of shit that indicated that this was just a publicity stunt, blah, 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 all this, all that. But he said there is no such thing as attempted suicide. And the reason I don't like that is because the implication is that you you just do it. Like the implication is that if you want to be dead, if you want to die, you complete it. There is no such thing as an attempted way of killing yourself. That's how I perceive that. And knowing how Chris Brown communicated about shit, I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. But you have to understand that with suicide, there is a strong ambivalence with the idea of killing yourself. Yeah. Even go look up videos of survivors of suicide. For a lot of them, the last moment they wanted to live. Yeah. And in the instances which they lived, they can tell that story. So... Evidence shows that there is a strong ambivalence. A part of you that wants to die, there's another part of you that doesn't want to die. And the thing and about it, all it takes is a quick jerk, a couple of inches higher, and you will not die, even though... I mean, you can shoot yourself in the head and not die if you, during that moment of, okay, wait, I don't want to do this, jerk it, and... Does that mean that, in the, that it, there's no such thing as an attempted suicide that that person did an attempt to die? No, that's not what that means. I, I just didn't like like seeing all the likes on you know people are sheep. that assertion. Chris Brown could get out here and say, "Fucking grass tastes wonderful," and motherfuckers would like it. Chris Brown because people are sheep, so most of them that like that shit probably don't even understand the implications of liking it or whatever they just liked it because it was some chris brown said maybe he'll see that i liked it maybe he'll click on my name and follow me back because bitches are stupid 
And by bitches, I mean men and women, because they both do it. I used to like Chris Brown, man. That first album he had when I he had just the say, youthful that glow album. of innocence, <laughs> you know, <laughs> before he started putting them hands on folks. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody. <laughs> yeah, just started with Rihanna. He hadn't stopped since. I feel like them labels try to make you innocent when you young, even though that's not who you truly are. And then they just determined to to get a look at Miley yeah, Cyrus. They, and they just break out of that and be like, no, <laughs> wow, I'm not that soft kid. Why are they trying to get me to play in Disney movies? <laughs> um, in keeping with broken relationships, we talked about these two when they first got together, and I said this shit wasn't gonna last. And I also said I didn't know who was getting the short end of this, of this stick, and I still don't know. Corinne Stephens, who some of you may affectionately know as Superhead, and Columbus Short, who some of you may know as I can't remember his fucking name on um, Scandal, but he was one of the gladiators. The it, one it ended. Uh, it ended with Son. Um, Harrison. Harrison, yeah. As some of you may affectionately remember as Harrison, uh, tied the knot, apparently. And since then, and this is nobody's shock, Corinne Stephens is saying that Columbus Short cheated on her and she made a big ass deal about it and made videos and, and posts. And he's, of course, saying that he didn't. Here's what's hilarious about this the fact that she gets up, let's say he did cheat on her. Let's just say Columbus Short was out here getting it in with whoever he wanted to what's hilarious about this is that corinne stephens did an interview in which she said i don't give a shit who i'm with essentially if little wayne says that he needs me i'm gonna drop everything and fucking go i don't care if i'm married i don't care what's going on if he needs me if he wants to see me i'm gonna go and see him so <laughs> Which is in essence cheating on your spouse, is it not? No matter if he don't call her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean it's Wayne. She, at some if, point, he'll call. If her, he I'm were sure. to call and she were to go, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on if he need a back rub or if he need help moving some oh, furniture. You know what? Yeah, he gonna call Superhead, Superhead over <laughs> to give him a back rub and help him move. But we furniture. don't know if we don't know if Corinne is Corinne the little Wayne or if it's Superhead the little Wayne. I wish y'all could see this face that I'm wearing <laughs> right now. She's superhead to everyone. She's never Corinne. She's always superhead. She is special for fucking rappers. That what? I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing we can this do it. You. I'm not doing this with you. No. She is in essence saying that she has free reign to cheat, but you can't. You don't go talk to anybody else, so I'm gonna get on and blast you on social. And then Columbus Short was saying some bullshit like they not even really married, and I don't fucking know. He crazy, she crazy. It never was gonna work in the first place. I, I mean, it hasn't even been that long because it's been since she, we've been doing this. Show. I don't think she is kind of crazy though. He's like mentally ill. Yeah, he got like voices <laughs> telling him to do stuff and not to do stuff. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, but she's still crazy. Who? She got to be a little. Who dates that? Who dates somebody that is that kind of crazy? Besides another crazy person. Because I sure as fuck wouldn't date Columbus Look, it Short. It just sounds like. I don't know. It sounds like she getting whatever she can get. 
I'm pretty sure if they got married, she gonna get something from him. But she gonna take his, you know, thirty thousand dollars he got in the bank. I mean, I guess she was uh, married to Eddie Winslow. She took his forty thousand dollars he had in the Did bank. Did he have forty thousand dollars in the bank? He ain't 10, really been doing in. shit. Okay. She took he ain't been doing shit since Family <laughs> Matters. Not much. So he been here, there, and yonder, but not, not, not much. I, I think she got a new game going on. She got like a a decent D-list celebrity game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Her A-list celebrity game, that game is over. Ain't no ain't no A-list celebrities <laughs> falling for that. Ain't no B-list falling for that. I she, don't know. She gets C and D. She might get some of these rappers because I'm not going. Okay. C I'm and D gonna rappers? She going to get somebody. Kim got Mark Con- my word. Kim got Kanye. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Kim got Kanye. How we know Kanye didn't get Kim? No, Kim got Kanye. <laughs> I don't want to get into that again, but <laughs> <laughs> you just can't help it, huh? Every fucking week. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that little update because we talked about them previously. Um, both of them are batshit crazy, and I can imagine that a lot more mud's gonna be slung in the media between these two. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So, moving on to more batshit crazy people. K. Michelle. K. Michelle, who I'm not a fan of. Let me just go ahead and say that now. K. Michelle was on The Breakfast Club. And she decided that she was going to confront Angela Yee because of something that happened on a previous show with Mano and somebody called Uncle Murder. I don't know who the fuck that is. What? So, on the previous show... I don't even remember how they got on this, but basically, Mano and Uncle Myrna were talking about how smelly K. Michelle's lady parts are. Angela Yee, all she said was, if if there's something, why would you want that? Why would you have sex with somebody with smelly lady parts? Like, that means there's something wrong with you. That's what she said. K. Michelle comes on the Breakfast Club and goes off talking about, you know, the shit had resolved and then you brought the shit back up again and I think that's foul and women need to stick together. How are you going to make this into a feminist argument is beyond <laughs> me. When she not the one who was talking, she had shit to say about Mano and Uncle Murder talking shit about her lady parts. No, no, she's upset with Angela Yee because she was saying Angela Yee should have not brought it up again, which... She really didn't. I mean, it was like a natural progression in the conversation. I listened to it. I don't see what the fuck she's talking about. But then again, K. Michelle's batshit crazy too. And I think she just likes to start arguments. She likes to be involved in drama. And when she doesn't have any legit drama, she creates it. Because where the fuck would you go? And, and Charlemagne was like, when she came through the door, he knew that she was going to like get somebody like she had an attitude already through the door so he already knew that she like had something to say to somebody he just didn't know that it was gonna be angela yee he's she snapped at somebody who wasn't gonna snap back for real basically angela yee ain't really the snap back on the show yeah a dj envy will go at you yeah he was all the to god will make you cry if you have to <laughs> Ask uh, little mama, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But Angela Yee, she needed to target somebody that wasn't gonna cause her no problems. 
Ain't no telling what kind of pictures or evidence Mano or whoever got. She had to be safe. Yeah, because she, she sure as fuck did not <laughs> even really address it. Like, she just came at Angela like, awesome, we, women need to stick together kind of shit. It's like, bitch, what? What I got to do with this? Like, maybe you should be more careful with who you're sharing your lady parts with because they out here in these streets talking about you. I don't know what that's got to do with me. I didn't say the shit. For all I know, it smells like a summer breeze down there. I don't fucking know. I don't have anything to do with it. How you gonna come at me and get upset with me and I say nothing to these? I just don't understand. I don't get it. She, that's why I don't like K. Michelle. She has an okay voice. I'm not the biggest fan. All her songs about how men ain't shit, so I can't really get with that too tough. But mostly it's her attitude. It just makes her extremely unattractive to me. And it makes me not want to listen to shit she got to say. Because you just, girl, you do too much. You're doing too much. I can't. I just can't. And, and, and you can't be mad if you, out, if you out here smelling like trash bag juice. <laughs> okay? You just need to not smell like trash bag juice. You need to do something about your body. <laughs> B.O. exists. That's oh a thing. God. It absolutely It exists. is a thing. Like yes, some people is. can't control their body odor. If that's you, then you need to do something about it. <laughs> Don't just get mad at everybody around you and go home and cry in a bathtub that now smells like trash bag juice because that's I what you smell you like. So much. <laughs> everybody now had trash bag juice on their hand and was disgusted. <laughs> so don't be out here smelling like trash bag juice. I just, I just gotta put that out there. I fucking hate you so much. For that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! K-, K Michelle, I don't know why in the world she reminds me of like a alternate universe Keisha Cole or something. <laughs> like if Keisha Cole from a parallel universe came out here to show her how it's done, <laughs> but they both equally. Unsuccessful now, yeah. And drama field, basically. I like. I don't know I why. like Keisha Cole's voice better than I do K. Michelle. I just again, K. Michelle has a nice voice. I'm just not really here for it. Like, I really think that me seeing her on whatever fucking version of Love and Hip Hop she was on, and just seeing like how she is, how she is in interviews and shit, like, I just can't get with that. Like, you it, you need too much attention instead of you letting your music speak for you and letting your talent speak for you your mouth fucking speaks for you your attitude speaks for you and i just can't i'm not interested that annoys me so i don't really fuck with her too tough i don't even know any kate michelle songs me either i don't like at all i don't know i don't know either something about vsop i remember the acronym oh, but i don't even know what the fuck that stands like that for what is it what does vsop stand for I don't know. <laughs> it's like an acronym, like it, it's like B. I don't know what it stands for for that song, but for Licky, it stands for like very special. It's VS is very special. VSOP. I don't know. I won't know what the OP stands for. I don't know. But I don't remember her song. I used to like that song though. That was her song. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> don't have to hear it again in my life. <laughs> but you know, I don't like know. the people I like. It, I don't know. I get it, it's really hard. I don't really know these people, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know Kobe, but for a long time I had like a problem with what I understand his personality to be. Mm-hmm. I think just a little bit of shit talking. Me too. How he responds in interviews, mm-hmm. how he acts sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know that that's under a microscope, and that's just a very small part yep. of him. But that's all I got. Yeah, and I can feel a certain way about the people from all person from all I got. Yeah, I tend to like people that. 
shows the the humanistic, the the positive, mm-hmm. the the good sides. You know, and I'm not saying you have to do that, but you have to do that if you want me to be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I love Tom Hiddleston and seeing him in interviews. Oh, he's so I love great. Chris Pratt and seeing him in interviews. Uh-huh. Like they they have the money and the success to be egotistical ass hats <laughs> if they would like to be. Like they were ass on their head, ass hat, asses. They could do that if they wanted to. But they don't And some people do And the ones that do The ones that let this stuff Go to their heads And the ones that Can't remove themselves From their drama Their ego Their narcissism I really don't care about them What's Wolverine's name? Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman just fucking Saved some random ass people On the beach Like a mom and her son Swam out and saved them From fucking drowning What? That's amazing I saw that story I was like Look at Wolverine out here saving people in real life. <laughs> did you hear about Jamie Foxx? Oh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie Foxx saved somebody thing. out of the truck. Yep. Yeah, That's like, the shit that makes me like, okay. All I'm right. going to see his next movie. <laughs> I'm going to buy his next <laughs> album. I was going to download it. But I'll buy it and then download it. <laughs> just because. I mean, that shit is just awesome. Like, that's just amazing. I saw that shit. I was like, wow. And I said the same thing about Jamie Foxx when I saw that. Like these are people who could put, could have just stood by and been like, "Shit, I ain't finna." I, my face is my money. I can't fuck up this face. Like, yeah. and they go in dangerous situations to save people just randomly. What the fuck? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. K Michelle. Fuck. Fuck that chick. I don't know. She annoys me. I'm not a fan. A lot of it has to do with her personality. Um, for me, her personality stands in the way of her talent, and I cannot enjoy her talent because of how much of a bitch she is, personality-wise. <laughs> so, can't do it. And I feel like she was 100% wrong for coming to Angela Yee like she did. I think that was her way of making... Everything got to be dramatic. Everything got to be dramatic. So, that was her way of making an interview that could have... You ain't even mentioned shit about your motherfucking album. Charlamagne pointed that out. You ain't even saying shit about the album. This is your opportunity to promote your shit and you on him starting shit instead of promoting shit. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> Whatever. Anyhow, that's all I have. <laughs> right that's all you got. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, deliberate nonsense. We got some situations. The first thing we got is a uh, situation at San Francisco State University. There is a video that's went viral of a woman black woman and a black dude stopping a white dude with dreadlocks ass heads he got dreadlocks and she's all like why do you feel you can wear dreadlocks you shouldn't wear dreadlocks do anybody got some scissors same way reason you feel like you can wear weave down your back now he had said that oh would have been a problem he would have been racist but i'm black and i'm saying it same reason but she basically singled out a white dude with dreadlocks and said that he was appropriating the culture and that he shouldn't be able to do that. And and her and the dude that was they was like smirking and giggling and just being real facetious, rude, condescending, all kind of things. Should have knocked the shit out of both of them. About that situation. And he was just trying to leave. He was just trying to go. He's just a white you know? man trying to live his life. But the question for me is cultural appropriation. We talked about this before. We use that shit so loosely. Like, <laughs> it's used super loosely. This man deciding to dread his hair is not cultural appropriation. Like, 
what the fuck is he benefiting from that? And actually, it hurts him because most people look at white people with dread, and including other white people. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, How is no he job. benefiting from walking around with dreads? He ain't about to get hired. Hell no. Not with that. <laughs> about to get hired. No, he's not. This hurts him more than anything. This is not benefiting him in any kind of way. It's a fucking, like, hair choice. Like, are we appropriating white culture when we get perms? And I, I don't got no perms. It's, see, that's the thing. It's not possible to appropriate white culture. <laughs> it's not possible to appropriate white culture, like or Asian. Like the, the default culture of America is white. Mm-hmm. Anything that anybody else does is just a modification, an alteration of what white culture is going to say. Well, are you we appropriating uh, Malaysian culture when you get? Weave Malay isn't Malaysian a kind of weave well, kind of hair. They use hair from, but the hair is long and it's straight like Malaysian hair. That hairstyle, the long straight weave down your back. When black people do it, yes, is that us appropriating there? Because it's a hairstyle that you're wearing. But why you choose Malaysia? I don't know. I couldn't. I don't because I've heard of Malaysian. We- where what are where are the places do people get weed from? I don't wear weed all know. over India. India. There's a lot of different. I couldn't think of any. That's why I said Malaysia. I couldn't think of any weave places. Indian, okay. Indian hair when you wear Indian hair and you wear it in the way that Indians wear their hair which is mostly straight because it's a hairstyle can you appropriate a hairstyle my understanding of appropriation is that I think that there needs to be some kind of gain from doing that thing he ain't gaining shit from that again if anything this man minding his damn business with his ugly ass his hair was fucked up his, his most of the time great. when white people have dreads you know, it's real not good yeah like black people have fight to kink and twist up mm-hmm. white people have fight to be straight and yep. so it's like a process that white people have to do they gotta like reverse comb it's a, it's a long process that white people have and to do roots to maintain their dreads straight it does, it, so it isn't gonna look like the end and they it, look a mess and they, it mat real easy yep. like it, the top the root of that root of their head, the base of their head, max really mm-hmm. easily. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like it takes effort to do that. But and again, he's going to be looked at among his own culture differently and negatively at that for doing that. He's not gaining anything from this shit. Like it's going to be harder for him to get jobs. It's going. He, I mean, if he. If Becky tries to bring him home and, and has traditional parents, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not gaining from doing this. I don't understand how he's appropriating something through dr- choosing to dread his fucking hair. Who cares? Why are you so concerned? Well, this part of my dialogue is for these extremists out here. Like, I don't know who she thought made her the gatekeeper <laughs> of our culture. And if you out here doing shit like this, I don't want you to be my gatekeeper. We need to do some applications for gatekeepers. You don't get to just be the gatekeeper. 
I don't know who made you the gatekeeper to say, hey, this is what our culture does. This is what our culture has. And this is how you are not going to do it. Look, every individual is entitled to whatever the fuck they want to do. And if you don't like what they do, then you are entitled to not like them. But you're not entitled to pull them to the side, grab them and tell them that they can't do this thing, that you have no idea what reason why he's doing it. You don't know his cultural roots, his history. You use your eyes to see a man with white skin and say that he can't have dreadlocks. When Vikings had dreadlocks, when other cultures have had dreadlocks, or not even dreadlocks, just hair matted. Yeah, because that's they essentially be what it is. That's essentially what it is. Like dreadlocks to me are different than white people, you know, matting their individual, their their Basically. twisted strand yeah. of hair. You know what I'm saying? They to me, that's look different. The same. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. You shouldn't. Y'all got to be careful with this whole cultural appropriation thing because. It's some people that are going to take parts of our culture because they love it, because they enjoy it, because they mm-hmm. embrace it. Because it's fucking awesome. Who it is? <laughs> like, why the fuck wouldn't you want to be participating in this? Like, it's awesome. I just understand that there are some ways that people can maliciously do it, and there are some ways that people can do it to gain. And I think when you talk about cultural appropriation, you're talking about white America taking that thing and monetizing it. And trying to find a way to benefit from taking that from your culture, not just merely using something or appreciating something or just having something that come from another culture. Because, yeah, we do appropriate a lot of shit if that's the case. If that's how you're going to define it, if it's just using something that comes from another culture, then we appropriate shit. Everybody appropriates shit. What All you're saying <laughs> In that case, what you're saying is that we should be the only ones that can appropriate stuff and nobody else can, or at least white people can't. And that is bullshit. <laughs> so that's all I got about that. Don't do that shit, man. Basically. Don't do it. No. You look like an asshole when you do. You look like the asshole, not him. <laughs> so the next thing I got is a play called Hamilton that is about the life of Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, this production, this musical had some like news coverage at some point about Alexander Hamilton being played by a light skinned black dude when it turns out that Alexander Hamilton has black heritage. And that was the drama then. What now the drama is the open casting call for the musical was asking for people of color or black people or brown people. It was excluding white people. And the backlash is that a lot of white people are mad because the casting call asked for people by race, which they say according to the rules, you're not supposed to ask according by race. Now, it's your prerogative as an artist to only hire people Mm -hmm. because of that race, but you can't have a casting call that excludes a group of people because of their race. I could see an issue with the wording of the casting call. What I cannot see an issue with is them having a light-skinned black person playing this role. Because, do you have any fucking idea how many roles of people have been played by white people that makes no sense? We just had this conversation. I love the story of the Prince of Egypt. Love it. Love Moses' story. They had motherfucking Christian male playing Moses. And the only, only black people that they had in that movie were slaves. This is the same argument. And when we made this argument for all of these other movies, oh, you're just being, you're overreacting. Oh, it's not a big deal. Uh, but now, and because you see this as somebody that historically is white, which with the one drop rule, he's not. But because you see it as somebody that's, that's white, 
it should be played by a white person. But y'all don't have no problem putting all of these white people in roles in which it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Culturally. <laughs> I think it's one of them situations. Last Samurai. I could go on for days with movies that were made that make Last no Last Samurai was sense. good as hell. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't think he was the last samurai. Wasn't he the last samurai? No. Okay. Because he died before other people lived. <laughs> they lived. He couldn't have been the last motherfucking samurai. <laughs> the last one from Western culture. <laughs> If I spoil that movie for you, you should have been in the scene that shit anyway, which is an argument that I hate when people spoil something for me that I hadn't seen that I should have seen that's 10 years old. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, I don't know. It's just funny that, again, how situations matter when it affects your culture. Shit don't matter though when it isn't impacting your culture because this is the same argument that has been Nina Simone. We just talked about Nina Simone being played by Zoe Zeldana last week, a couple of weeks ago. Like this is the same argument that's been had before, and in this case, it doesn't even make sense because at the very least, this is an appropriate casting because wasn't he? Didn't he have some black in him, Alexander Hamilton? Mm-hmm. All right, one drop rule. He's black. <laughs> In any, in any other situation, he would be yeah, considered that, black. I mean, and that, back then, he would have been considered black if he had black in him. And that got covered because, you know, that just gave everybody a history lesson. <laughs> you know, just because you see Alexander Hamilton in the, in the history of Washington, you know, think stuff like, yeah. oh, he, you just think everybody white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, one drop rule. If you got one drop of black blood in you, you're black. He's a coon. <laughs> That's how it used to be back then. You know what I'm saying? Basically. So that their protests for this particular situation don't even make any fucking sense. Now me being upset about Christian Bale and a bunch of other whites are going and we even playing Egyptians. I think that is valid. I think it's one of them things where they like see, they do it. Look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, protest over this movie, over this movie, over that movie, over that movie, and black people protesting about them those roles, Asian Americans protesting yeah. about white uh-huh. actresses playing Asian characters. It's mm-hmm. like, see, they do it too. Look, we got to <laughs> protest. Come on, protest. You know what I'm saying? But it, I think it's one of them. Make sure that it makes fucking sense for you to protest. This don't be out here protesting and the shit doesn't make sense. Now, again, I can understand them saying something about the wording of that cat because I, I, I'm pretty sure because in any other situation, you wouldn't be able to say black folks only, <laughs> white folks only. So I can understand. And, I mean, because the thing about it is, even in those situations where they do hire like all white actors, I don't think the cast and call ever says that. That's just up to the director to say, hey, we only want... <laughs> We only want white people or hey, we only want so I can understand them being upset about the wording of the casting call. I cannot understand you being upset about the choice for the casting because this don't make no sense. If you're gonna protest, do your research and make sure the shit that you're protesting makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense that Christian Bale shouldn't be Moses. Me personally. <laughs> and one of the comments was that, you know, what if it said white white people only? I was like, well, y'all had a whole fucking 20 to 30 years of that of shit, okay? Only. Like, y'all had a long time of that where, you know, you did that. <laughs> like, that happened. <laughs> it didn't happen in a production. It happened in life, America. <laughs> like, life. Exactly. Clothing no blacks stores. here. No blacks can come in here. Fucking water fountain. Exactly. No <laughs> blacks can drink out of this water fountain. No blacks can go into this pool. No blacks can use this bathroom. Shall I keep going? No blacks can whistle at this white woman. No blacks can get in the front of this bus. No blacks can 
<laughs> we can keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> everything essential. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't do anything unless it was catered. Now, I'm not saying that it justifies breaking rules if okay. that's the rules. However, white people, y'all gotta quit being so mad about shit that y'all had a long time ago now. I mean, god dang. Y'all had that one time. Can we get a little for a very long time and fought the hardest shit to keep it? <laughs> Wanted to stop. So yeah. Somebody need to make a damn musical production where they cast all the white people as slaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a movie about if slavery was reversed. Oh God. <laughs> that would be funny. That wouldn't even be able to happen. No. Because Africans would have had to go to Europe. And they all would have got murdered. <laughs> Europe had that clout. <laughs> and Africa just had a whole bunch of individualized tribes. It would have never been a group big enough. No. And I don't know that they would have thought to even do that. Like You right. I mean, that's, that's European people stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. European was like, Listen, Always trying to conquer some shit or take some we shit. We have to mastered them. conquering. Basically. We're going to go and do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they went around the world conquering shit. They had slaves there, or people there, but like, I don't know that they would have like sent fucking boats out to go get us some slaves. <laughs> go go find some white slaves. Like, like they, I'm pretty sure Native Americans and Africans were happy with the land they had yeah. and the world they had. Basically. Europeans said, we're going to go find some more land. Because this ain't enough. Yeah, to call more. More. And you know Christopher Columbus was supposedly looking for Asia. You, you was a long fucking way. But the away. thing is, what would have happened if he got to Asia? Oh shit! But not America. <laughs> what would have had like would the same thing have happened with the Asian natives? That there would have been like only a handful of Asians. Like, I mean, today I get in the world. I don't know. At that point in time, Asia probably had a whole bunch of dynasties. They had at that dynasties, point in time. and they yeah. wouldn't have played that shit. They'd have yeah. killed them. <laughs> The Indians was peaceful and trying to be nice and that, shit. I feel and come that might have been better for us then. <laughs> if the Europeans found Asia. They got killed. And they all got killed. Fucking samurais and, and shit. And nobody, no, Mm-mm. they would have been like, listen, no, we ain't going to find no new lands. <laughs> Do you remember when we went over there with them dynasties? We I, got fucked up. Yeah, I don't think the dynasties would have been as nice as the Native Americans were. They were like, well, you know. See, the, the Europeans should have came across somebody that was cold blooded. <laughs> you had a slit your throat in your sleep. <laughs> Even the Euro, even For the honor. Pil- <laughs> even the pilgrims had to give them uh, smallpox blankets. That old passive aggressive ass murdering. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, here's some blankets to warm you up. <laughs> they just don't Bitches. know they're gonna kill their ass. Uh, yeah, that would have been interesting had he made it to Asia because <laughs> shit would have been different, yo. <laughs> shit would have been would be, different. Our lives would be so different. It would be. Theirs would too, cause some of their numbers would have got decimated. I really feel like them dynasties would have fucked them up. Everybody they sent over might have not made it back home. Like, <laughs> I feel like nobody was gonna make it back hell home. Hell no. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? Like, you have not, you seen the last samurai? Yes, and they put arrows in everybody back. Look, and you know, you I like playing them, them, those games like Dynasty Warriors and shit. Yeah, yeah, you they ain't just, getting away. No. They all would have died. Arrows, <laughs> the king, the kingdom would just would have wondered what happened to Chris. Maces and shit, they'd have fucked them <laughs> what up. What happened to Chris? I don't know. He never came he back. He didn't come back. <laughs> yeah, it would have been different. Been a different situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy to think about. <laughs> Let me see. It's a twenty-year-old girl from Mississippi that had pledged to join ISIS. 
And her and her husband had planned to go to Syria on their honeymoon, they say. And the way they got caught was they communicated with an agent overseas to book their flights. And they left tickets, not tickets, but farewell notes saying that they would never come back and that this is what their plan was, basically. And they got caught. 20-year-old black girl from Mississippi and her husband, which I don't know where he's from, but he got a crazy Muhammad. One of them, he's like probably Syrian hell. I don't know. I have never understood how people get talked and doing shit like that. <laughs> I have never. I don't care how charismatic you are. Let me tell you something. If you walk up to Red talking about joining some fucking ISIS or trying to convince me, we're going to be done. Because at this point, I'm going to think something's wrong with you. You're not going to be able to convince me of this shit. Like, it always amazes me when I hear stories like this. Because it's like, what the fuck did he say to you that made you be like, you know what? ISIS sounds like some shit I need to be doing. Sounds like a good fucking idea. Let's go. What did he say to you? If you come up to me talking about let's join ISIS. The fuck first off, you better be talking about an unfortunately named new community service that's going on, okay? <laughs> that's what you better be talking about. Because if you're talking about some damn Muslim <laughs> radical Islamic radical shit, that's a wrap. I ain't dying but for shit. You hear me? What about it? What if you what if the man you marry Y'all have a long relationship, good relationship, and time passes and he starts, you know, bringing on, bringing home a Quran, and you know, and you like, mm, what is that for? And then time passes and you know he would come in the house with a turban on one day, and you know, fifteen years down the line, he say we finna go join ISIS. We ain't finna do shit, Muhammad. <laughs> you. <laughs> Listen, you are not the person that I marry, and this is why they make divorces. I we not, no fuck that. I don't care how long we've been married, and if at any point you start going down the path like this, you are no longer the person that I marry, and I don't feel no type of way about divorcing you because I don't even feel like I'm divorcing my husband. I'm divorcing this new nigga. Like you're no longer the dude that I married, so I don't feel no kind of way. And we gonna have to end and part ways, so you can go join ISIS and get blowed up. Do your thing. Make sure your insurance is paid up, <laughs> and make sure I'm still the beneficiary. But do your thing, like whatever. Another question I had was. She's 20 years old. And she getting charged with terrorism. What could she have really gone over there and done? I'm inclined to believe she's going to go over there and get her head cut off with basically, a butter knife. Basically. But, what the fuck a butter knife? <laughs> <laughs> That's, they gruesome over there. They, they cut your head off with a fork. Cold they blooded. Use, they use the front of the fork to just slice oh, across God. you a million times. Cold blooded. <laughs> exactly. Cold -blooded. Like, I'm inclined to believe that's what would happen, now, but but it, what I, can a 20 year old do that? I think it's her intentions. Regardless of what would have happened, it's based on what your intentions were. You and I know that she would have probably got throat chopped and then her head cut off. Her intentions were to go over there and do whatever the fuck you do when you part ISIS. So I think it's based on what her intentions were, not what she would have actually been capable of doing. I think her 20 year old irrational mind. Thought she was gonna go over there and become some kind of ISIS leader in five or ten years <laughs> yeah. and be leading some kind of group, radical Islam. Mm -hmm. And what she was gonna do was go get her damn head cut off with Basically. a butter knife and a video sent to President Obama before he got out of office. <laughs> That's what was gonna happen. 
basically. I understand how the perspective America got, but damn, like, I don't know what she. Best case scenario, worst case scenario for America, she go over there, become an ISIS agent, come back, somehow maintain a. <laughs> Obtain a government level job in which she got secrets and somehow feed them back to ISIS. Best case scenario for her, worst case scenario for America. I think they just they have to make examples, right? Like this is not okay. Joining ISIS is not okay. You can't fucking do this. I I, I don't feel sympathy for because you was. I, I don't feel no sympathy Dumbass. for ISIS. Stupid. They actually shit. probably fucking saved your life is what they did. Cause you were gonna probably die had you made it over there. Like at least you alive. I mean you in prison, but you alive. They're not gonna kill her, right? They're not gonna execute her, are they? I don't know what the fucking I don't know what the, the consequences are for terroristic. Whatever they gonna do is probably on paper. And she probably could have read it before she did that. <laughs> so she get what she get. She'd been falling behind some man. Well, actually, I think the farewell letter said that he was falling behind her. I think that was her plan. Well, he she was just like the leader. stupid as she. Who, whichever, whoever, whoever got talked into doing this is stupid as shit, and whoever did the talking into doing it is stupid as shit. Both of them. And they should. Stupid. They should have done it. They could have done it smarter. They could have flew to anywhere else. Why are you trying to fly to Syria or somewhere ISIS related from America? Stupid Cause she 20 And she's stupid <laughs> Because 20 year olds Don't think things through Which is why You shouldn't be trying To fucking join In the first place You're not smart enough For that <sighs> And know. hence Why you would get Your head cut off With a butter knife As soon as you got <laughs> over there <laughs> You bought them Straight to us Get her Bring her in here And bring, my, bring me My butter knife My golden butter knife But get the camera Make sure you get the camera <laughs> Golden butter knife <laughs> You know how they do over there. <laughs> I'm just being racist. <laughs> Basically, we both are. Okay. My last story is about Bill Cosby and the Smithsonian. Now, we all know what's going on with Bill Cosby. No need to rehash we all that. know this, what's been going on with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby got a lot of sexual abuse allegations, probably did some of that stuff. Some of it he probably didn't do. But either way, he got a lot of allegations. He coming in a lot of fire. And a lot of people have been critical of everything that's involved him. Now, if you didn't know, the Smithsonian is building a new museum that's going to have an African-American exhibit in which Bill Cosby will be included. Now, once people found out that Bill Cosby was going to be included, it was a lot of backlash. It was a lot of people that was like, no, Bill Cosby should not be included. Take him out of the situation. Now, I'm going to read to you what the response was for the Smithsonian. Which I applaud, but let me read it. This is not an exhibition that honors or celebrates Bill Cosby, but one that acknowledges his role among many others in American entertainment. Some people feel that the Smithsonian should eliminate all mention of Bill Cosby as a result of recent revelations. We understand that respectfully. We understand that, but respectfully disagree. For too long, aspects of African-American history have been erased and undervalued, creating an incomplete interpretation of the American past. This museum seeks to tell, in the words of the eminent historian John Hope Franklin, the unvarnished truth that will help our visitors to remember and better understand what has often been erased and forgotten. And so they have no plans of taking any of that Bill Cosby stuff out, but they will, this was this was the latest revelation, they will be adding something about the allegations that he's going under. Which I disagree with. I don't think that they should do that. And the only reason I say that is because 
if they're gonna do that then everybody that is featured in that museum that has had a scandal need that needs to be mentioned and it, that ain't gonna be the case Mm-mm. so if you're gonna mention and again i bill cosby ain't shit right about now so i'm not this isn't me taking up for him this is me taking up for what's right if he is if, if his scandal is going to be listed then anybody else in that museum that has had a scandal attached to them that information should be provided as well as a part of their entry otherwise it's not fair at all Mm-mm. and what may, like what makes bill cosby the poster child for ex, uh, exploitation of his situations that are mostly allegations are unfounded and not do that for other people that have those kind of yep. those kind of histories. Is it just because in social media people know about that now? Because there's plenty of other artists and people that you can probably name that's in that place that did things that nobody knows about. Woody Allen. What people know about Woody Allen? Well, I mean, I don't. I guess who would be in that museum? Oh, I in guess the museum. who would have who would be a part of an exhibit? I mean, I imagine if they have an African American entertainment exhibit, there would be a white American entertainment exhibit. Mm-hmm. In which you would have to keep Robert Downey Jr. out, in which you would have to keep oh, Woody yeah. Allen out, in which you would have to keep Hugh Hefner out, in which yep. you would have to keep a lot of people out if that those are the rules. Or yep. you have to put that information about them too. Exactly. Bill Cosby ain't gonna be the only one there with skeletons in his closet, which are so not if you in his closet reveal anymore. the skeleton in the closet, but if you gonna reveal the skeletons, you gotta reveal all of them. You cannot just do that to him. So, if they're going to do that, the only way that it would be fair is if in all the other entries that have had um, scandals, that whatever their scandal is, is attached to their exhibit as well. Otherwise, it's just not fair. And if they do, if they do put something about Bill Cosby and don't put anything about anybody else, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean that they isolate him because most people are aware of it because of social media did they do it because he's african-american male did they do why did they do it you know what i'm saying that becomes the question then why did they do it for him and not for anybody else or is everybody else in this museum that has work portrayed in this museum or who is portrayed in this museum have none of that history Mm -hmm. or is it just about the outcry for him having it you know what i'm saying yeah and the thing about it is the the most important thing that was said in this thing is they're not doing this to praise or celebrate Bill Cosby. They're doing it from an artistic perspective of what he has offered to the entertainment industry. Regardless and he's contributed of, a lot. He really exactly. has. Because regardless of what he has done, he has offered African-American families, African-American males, African-American young girls, parents, a lot of insight to different ways of parenting, to nuances of parenting. Uh, he's offered... A positive image of the black family... One of the first ones, yeah. one of the first, maybe the first image of a positive image of the black family. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take that away and you can't take away what people have taken away from Bill Cosby without being connected to that stuff. Because when you try to erase Bill Cosby from every piece of existence, what you're trying to do is erase what he also represented to people in his positive attributes and positive doings Mm -hmm. now in no way am i saying that that bypasses or foregoes what he has done what he may have done any of that situation that's going on but the character the art means something to people and i just don't think it's right to invalidate that by adding something that you wouldn't do for everybody else it's not you know Mm -hmm. but 
they don't know what it's going to be yet though nobody know how they're going to implement that in the yeah. situation it might be an asterisk on the bottom of his thing <laughs> and you got to go to the front building and they're going to send you to the third floor to go look at the archives <laughs> and read a little sentence that say Bill Cosby has some rape, rape allegations <laughs> you know what I'm saying like either way you going to make it's never enough it's never enough like to me if you're not taking it out you should leave it out completely if you're not taking Bill mm-hmm. Cosby away completely you shouldn't do anything because it's still not going to be enough for anybody what you don't do is still going to be too much for people yeah you know what hold on what you don't do is still not going to be enough for people so to me you should take Bill Cosby all the way out since they said they're not going to do that you should not put anything in there about that stuff because either way people ain't going to be happy if you leave them untainted, they ain't going to be happy. If you just add a sentence, they ain't going to be happy. If you take half of the thing away, they ain't going to be happy. And if you take all of it away, then you really slapping and spinning in the face of a lot of African-American community who values the art and values what he has accomplished and achieved in that situation. And you know what? Before you get on your high horse talking shit about Bill Cosby, research your celebrities please yeah we are all humans we all do bullshit from time to time i hope none of your celebrities have that shit and if they do have anything in their history that besmirches their name or that should besmirch their name i hope you can (laughs) disavow them i hope you can (laughs) let them go completely but do your research before you get on your hot horse about other people basically anyway that's all i got you got something else on your mind you ready to eat this candy? As ready as I'm going to get. <laughs> I just think most of So we bought a bunch of uh, Mexican candy and a bunch of Asian candy. I just feel like most of this shit is going to be disgusting. I think most of it's going to be delicious. I hope you're right. This is a situation in which I hope your optimism is absolutely 100% correct. I hope it's the most delicious candy in the world. I don't really know what a tamarind is, so if it's not good, all of the candy, all of the Mexican candy gonna be gross because all of it got tamarind. <laughs> all of it got tamarind or chili powder in it. <laughs> so if that's just not good, none of it's gonna be good because it's all got it in there. I think it's gonna be delicious. Ninety percent of it. Okay. Well, I don't we'll, know about that gourd candy. Um, it looked like it might be melon in candy form. If that's the case, then it might be delicious. I don't know. I just we gonna see. I don't fucking. Know. I guess we should put the video on the website. After yeah, we do it after we're, you gonna, post it. <laughs> we're gonna record ourselves doing it. So that is an incentive for you to check out the website. It'll <laughs> should be out next week sometime. So should check that out because I think it's gonna be fucking hilarious. I just think most of this shit's gonna be disgusting. I just do. I mean, we bought a lot of candy. So yeah, we bought a lot of candy. I think it's gonna be gross. We'll see. Whatever. So yeah, to be delicious. I hope so. I hope I'm like I need to go to the Mexican rest um, supermarket so I can get some more of this Mexican candy. I hope <laughs> I feel that way about it. I do. I just am not optimistic that that's how that shit's gonna go. I guess we will see. All right. But until we come to next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.